Hi, I'm Abby, and this is We Have Notes, a podcast for the pop culture obsessed and the people who love them. So, has your entire week been fueled by Olympic swimming and Benifer slash Benjamin? Some people are calling him that uh, on a yacht like mine has, because if not, what are you even doing with your life? Aside from possibly living it without a screen in front of your face at all times, which I mean, let's be honest, good for you. But I mean, surprise victories out of lane eight, American teens with an upset gold medal win in the hundred breast, a 400 free showdown for the ages. Michael Phelps getting so excited about every race in a way that really warms my heart. Uh, hot swimmer bods. Sorry, had to say it. Those boys look phenomenal. I love them. Uh, and Ben rubbing JLo's ass on a mega yacht. Jennifer Lopez wearing a Ben necklace. As I said on Twitter, this is this is truly an embarrassment of riches. Um, if you have not already done so, I would direct you to Casey St. Ange's Instagram at Instacase. First off, she's just a great follow on Twitter and um, Instagram. She's a really funny writer. She's formerly from Watch What Happens Live, and she was the showrunner on Busy Phillips' talk show, and she's currently a co-host with um, Busy on her pod. Busy Phillips is doing her best. So anyway, she has this now viral theory that she said on the pod like a while ago that she thought maybe Benifer was doing a shot-by-shot -shot recreation of the Jenny from the Block video ahead of the song's 20th anniversary next year. And guys, like she might be right. Um, she's got a lot of great evidence. She lays it all out. She makes a strong case. A lot of people on the on the interwebs have have latched onto this as well, especially after we got these yacht pictures. Um, just phenomenal call by her early, early in the game. Uh, not that this means they're not actually together. She actually thinks they are too, but, um, that there's just, there's so many theories. Um, hers being one friend of the pod, Michelle Ruiz has a piece on vogue.com this week, laying out many of these said theories, um, around our, our best couple, frankly, at the time, at this moment. Um, I, I hold that they are indeed a couple, they are real, but they are also doing expert level media trolling and publicity hype like they are Liz and Dick they are bringing us glamour they are bringing us a well executed yacht PR stunt while also having what looks to be a glorious vacation to celebrate JLo's 52nd birthday when she has never looked better I mean she's so hot it, that it's insane uh no I do not understand why Ben is wearing a long sleeve shirt and pants at times and what was clearly they knew they were being photographed because by the way people you just don't get randomly photographed on a yacht okay and they they know this they're they're experts at this game I don't care that he was wearing that and honestly I don't think any of us ever want to see that back tat again if we don't have to and I think that includes Jennifer Lopez um they are these people are doing the most and God fucking bless them for it it is just content so much great content I love it. I love it so much. I never, ever want it to end ever, ever. I just love these two crazy kids. I'm, I'm so, I'm so into it. I don't care that they're trolling us. I think that's kind of fun. Like, frankly, that they're like winking and nodding. I hope they are fucking recreating the video. And I, 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 I don't know. I can't, I can't get enough. I also love you Olympians. You guys are amazing. All of you. You're incredible. I, I, been crying so many tears of joy and and heartache for people um just you guys are you're just incredible and you know who's especially incredible and who we love the most Simone Biles just the goat 
no matter what happens, she's, she's amazing. We love you, Simone. We love you, love you, love you. I also really love this week's guest, my wonderful friend, Elizabeth Spiridakis Olson. And I love the conversation we had about everything from succession to family karma to Louise Penny. She recommended some things to me that I'm so excited to get into. Um, I hope you enjoy the conversation as well. And we will be right back with Elizabeth. Don't ever let anyone tell you you can't make real friends on the internet because I've got too many awesome ones from many, many, many years of living a very online life to say otherwise. This week's guest is one of those, though we do actually know each other in real life and share many mutual friends. In fact, I actually think I took her to her very first Soul Cycle class back when I was hardcore pushing everyone to join that cult with me circa 2011 and 2012. But these days, especially since I don't live in the New York area anymore, we truly keep up online, especially on Instagram. But that doesn't diminish a thing as far as I'm concerned. And that's partially because the lovely and talented Elizabeth Spiridakis Olson is very good at interneting. In fact, her now defunct fashion blog, White Lightning, which is also her Instagram handle, was one of the OGs of the genre back in the day and so good. She also has had a wildly successful career as a creative director at places like Kate Spade and Bon Appetit. And these days she's freelancing her talents and doing awesome projects like the very, very, very cool book cover for the Big Friendship book by Aminatou So and Anne Friedman, which is also just an excellent book that you guys should all check out. Elizabeth is truly one of the most wildly creative people I know. And I look to her for fashion and accessories and home design information, inspiration on the regs. But even more importantly for our purposes today, she is like my complete and total pop culture twin. We love so many of the same things, and you will frequently find us DMing each other, overly excited about many of these topics, and almost posting the same things at the same time. Sometimes it's crazy. So I can't wait to talk about all of it with her today. Please welcome my friend, Elizabeth Spiridakis Olson. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm excellent. I'm so glad you had time to chat today. Oh my In god! In real I'm so on the phone, excited. like, like hear your voice. It's so, so exciting. I also am so glad you mentioned our Soul Cycle experience because I was gonna bring it up and be <laughs> okay. like, Abby, does that was your first know? <laughs> first oh, one, right? Fully first one, and like so scary but fun. Um, every once in a while, I actually like think about that instructor and I'm like should I find him on Instagram again because I was following him for a while and then I wasn't but anyway um was it was it Danny's class that we went it was to? Danny's class it yeah. was Danny's class and yeah. I loved it and I loved him and I became like I, you know like I would only take his class yeah yeah I'm a real um well this is true of many things uh I'm like a real fitness instructor monogamist like when I yes. find a person or maybe it's a couple people I that's all you know, like yeah. at Soul Cycle, I had a few, but like, because I would have like some Tribeca people and some Union Square people, but I was very, it was a very tight group. And then when someone was like, do you want to try this class? I was like, mm, mm, no. I know. It no. like seems scary. You're like, what if I don't like it? Then it's like a whole class I don't like and it's a person and I can't do it. And maybe that's yeah. my like neurotic no. inner monologue, but. Same. I'm the same because I'm like, what if I don't like their music? What if I don't like their energy? What if I don't like the way they talk during yeah, class? Same. And then I just then I spend the whole class annoyed when it was supposed to be like my place to get unannoyed. 
with life and like get out of my insane brain like 100% for for a second you know like it's anyway so that was fun that was at the Union Square one I know and I'm actually like love that you made me do it like not made but you know that you like convinced me it would not be the worst experience because it wasn't and I really like loved it for a long time yeah so did I it was I mean it's like it was I turned it into my whole personality for a minute but as I want to do with things but yeah at that time has passed now I'm like a Pilates addicted person but Ooh, I love uh, that. I know. I know. Um, so I'm yeah, like I said, I'm so glad I actually get to hear your voice because we do DM like know, very same. regularly. Um, well, you know, my I, new my new thing, maybe I'll hit you up with this is doing like voice memos in Instagram because oh. I don't know. It's like you can kind of say a little bit more. It feels a little more like I don't know. I, it's my new thing. I do it with text too. like I just send friends voice memos. And I like to do it on Instagram. So I'll probably hit you up. With okay, that I'm into it. Well, <laughs> my best friend. Here. Yeah, I like it. I like that vibe. My best friend just accidentally hit that video chat button this morning. <laughs> and I, she just like, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean. Well, we were freaking out. Like, I'm on a real high right now because Harry announced that he's actually doing his tour like an hour oh, ago. I saw, so I'm like, I my, saw your stories. I was my checking body in. is like. <laughs> on fire but yeah was, there was something else that she was like oh I'm sorry I hit that video chat thing and I was like I don't know is that something we should be doing like should we be doing the video chat I don't know I haven't like, tried is it that, yet is it fun I've actually never tried it either I but but I like a video do you like a little voice text it's kind of yeah fun. yeah my sister's into those she just sent me like two yesterday and they made me laugh because sometimes you do need to hear like the intonation like the way yeah. someone says something yeah. you know it feels more human and a little more fun. And also, you know, if you're going to be a little bit salty about yeah. something, you're like, well, you can't screenshot this. Not saying yeah. that you or I would <laughs> I ever know. do that to no, each other. No, but I mean, it's not in writing. And but, we have both worked you know, in the media. <laughs> yeah, it just feels a little bit safer that way. I get it. I get it. Um, but one thing I know we were both have both been very excited about. I know I'm riding my hairy high, but I've been riding this high for like a week since we got the Succession season three trailer. Oh, my God. Oh. I just got chills when you said it. <laughs> like, I can't. I I am so deeply obsessed with Succession. And it's not it is not a regular show for me. Like, especially like since I had a kid, I've reached I have like a very low threshold for like depressing stuff. Yeah. Like dark shit. Like, I can't watch most of the stuff that people are kind of into these days. Like I'm like, oh, so like I tried to watch Mayor of Easttown and I don't want to talk about that, but, but I yeah. was like, this is the most depressing show. It's yeah, literally it's like, yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's mom torture porn. I was like, yeah. I'm out, yeah. I'm out. Yeah, so I get it, I, can't, I get that. Like I gotta stand a level. But Succession is dark, but I don't know what it is. I legit cackle when I watch it. It's like, so I am, funny. It's so deeply funny to me. I'm obsessed with Kendall. I am obsessed with Tom. I'm obsessed with Greg. And like, I, I think you either get it or you don't. There was like a little debate on a on um, a Facebook group I'm in where we kind of talk about TV stuff. And yeah. like a friend was like, I just don't get it. And I'm like, I think if you don't get it, you don't get it. Like, that's fine. Like, if you do not deeply love Roman, like I was like, Roman is hateable. Shiv is hateable. But if you don't love Greg and Tom and Kendall, like, I just don't think it's a show for you. That's my take. That's it's so funny. You know, I was just saying I'm obsessed with Pilates, but my so my Pilates teacher, who is also my good friend, um, 
we were having this conversation. She loves it. But one of her good friends was just like, I tried. I can't get into it. Like there's these people. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, maybe you're not. Like, I do think it's you're either in or you're out. And I think, yeah. you know, pretty quickly. But um, they are not good people. And no. that's fine. I don't need them. But they're so funny. They're so well drawn as who who these people are and they kind of have been like since the first episode yeah and but they I mean I think the second season was even so much funnier than the first season oh my god like so much funnier and like it's and I think I don't know maybe the part that I don't know I don't even want to get into why you like it gets bearable. It's like, obviously these people are billionaires and powerful, but their lives are miserable. <laughs> like yeah. to, to basically hate your own family and have your family hate you and maybe actually actively try to kill you or whatever is like so depressing. <laughs> but I like, and I, also funny. Yeah. It's so, it's just so funny and I love it. And I, I truly love Kendall. Like I'm rooting for Kendall. Right. I fucking, I fucking love cousin Greg. It's like a cliche now to be obsessed with cousin Greg. I don't care. I love him. I and know. Tom is so funny it's all so good it's so good I can't I'm so excited for it to come back and I can't believe it's been like two years because we started watching it late so we had that it was kind of awesome because we binged both seasons at once so I almost screwed myself because I had so much of it and then it was like oh my god what the like the only thing that kind of kept me going is randomly so you know we live in New Jersey in like a little like cute little town your town looks and amazing thank you it's cute we I mean I love it I really I feel like I it's really filled with it. so many cool people it like, is it's cool people it's that all bar people. you guys go to or that place you go that sometimes like I feel like you've gotten to go back where you would like dance and like I don't oh, know yeah. it was, like, that place looks amazing oh. I mean come visit sometime I'm I will happy. I'm always like do you want to come out to the suburbs I'm like so happy to have friends here but so we uh Preston went to to walk our dog at the dog park and he's like oh my god that dude from succession was at the dog park and i was <laughs> like what? Wait, what i was like pardon excuse moi <laughs> alan ruck okay cameron, cameron cameron from ferris bueller was like renting a house in town <gasps> because he's like brother or sister lives here and so while they were starting to film again they were like we'll rent a house instead of living i don't know where when it because it was still like you know, pandy, COVID, pan, yeah. panini time. Full, like, full I mean, panini. it is now. Yeah. It yeah. is now, but it was like fuller. And so they like chatted at the park because they have a dog that's kind of like our dog. And like Preston <gasps> was like, it was the kind of thing when you walk away that you're like, oh my God, that's, that is fully, because everyone's in masks too. So you're like, what? Yeah. But anyway, so that kind of kept me going. I was like, that means they're filming Succession again. Yeah. And it got me like very excited. And so yeah. now we're here and now we have a trailer and it's like, I've watched it many times. I mean, I just watched it again just to re- I mean, I've watched it like 15 times, but I watched it again because I knew we were going to like talk about this. And I, I it's just just I guess for anyone who hasn't watched Succession, it is HBO. It is there are two seasons. You can catch up. The, we don't have a date in the fall, but it's coming in the fall. And it is about a mega rich, like billionaire family with a patriarch who's like. Rupert Murdoch y mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. um you know there's a lot of Murdoch because they do own like kind of a, a like right wingy like uh media like empire Fox News-y, a Fox yeah. Newsy kind of situation. So and then there's the his children who are like jockeying in especially in the first season, like jockeying for position to take over the company, etc. So you get into all of this like business intrigue and backstabbing and all this so all of these people are they are not nice people 
but they are fascinating to watch. They, like Elizabeth said, they kind of all hate each other, but also like will be there for each other sometimes, the kids anyway. Um, And and then you're also living this like, through them, this like life of like yachts and they're having a business meeting on their mega yacht and like whatever. And And it like shoots in New York City. So for the New York City parts or like it's an HBO show. So they had huge budgets. I mean, especially like pre COVID when you could, travel normally you know oh, if they yeah. need to go but shoot in ireland they'll go shoot in ireland or like they've whatever. been in italy wherever they're shooting they've been shooting in europe like now because <sighs> i of course follow like jeremy strong fan accounts on instagram because that's <laughs> sure. who i am yeah yeah that's yeah. the kind of person i am like listen i love him and i just need to know what's going on but yeah. they're like shooting in in italy or uh, yeah italy i think great um, i can't wait yeah so they're you I know i mean wait. this kind of jet set lifestyle i mean they're not just like rich they're like fucking rich like fucking oh, yeah. money for generations like and it is so you it gets dark um but the, it's also just so sharply funny the writing is out of this world the performances are incredible so jeremy strong plays kendall roy who's like you know, the kind of you, you almost like an avatar for the audience in some ways. He's like a fuck up, but he's like not a fuck up. He's a sad sack, but he's not. You like want him to be OK, even yeah. though he does some bad things. I know he's um, terrible, too, but like, yeah, I just feel for him. I, know. I have such empathy for him. And this is where like my, Preston and I, like my husband diverge. He's like, I do not understand how you can empathize with this person. And I'm like, see, I do, he's too. So sad. I was he's like, so he's sad. Just so I want him- sad. He's so broken on the inside and you kind of you broken person. You see this from their father who's like a monster. There's this the bore on the floor episode when you get there. Bore on the floor is dark. Bore on the floor is dark as fuck. And their mom is fucking terrible too. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like you see the the dad and then it's very obvious, but then you meet the mom and you're like, oh fuck. Like you guys didn't stand a chance. No, it's a fucking nightmare, truly, to be them. Like and they're and it's and it's like I don't know. There's definitely gross, weird stuff that happens, but it, oh, it's, yeah. like a, it's a Will, it's a Will Ferrell and Adam McKay show. So like, you know that there's just like this super dark humor underneath it. Yeah. I don't know. I I like crack up when I watch it at I, certain l- points. Like full laugh out loud. Yeah. Like yeah. You'll, you'll like be like a legit ah! cackle, legit yeah. cackle. So yeah. I am like, I am. I'm so pro succession. I love it. I love it. We often bust out that like. YouTube meme from years ago where the guy like put words to the oh um, the theme song well the, the theme, theme song. song which the, is like so chilling and weird <laughs> the theme song is like instrumental and it is so chilling and it's like I can't wait to hear it again like every Sunday like at yeah. this show but yeah that <laughs> this person put like lyrics to it and it's, yeah it's insane I'll have to put that in I'll put that in the newsletter oh, when this really episode good. comes out but like perfect yeah. companion piece very and good. it's like who will win a kiss from daddy yeah <laughs> <laughs> so good I'm also excited to see like what is like Shiv's aesthetic gonna be this season because I feel like eat like she kind of evolved into yes. like a different fashion vibe Shiv totally. is this the only sister in the in Siobhan. the family Siobhan and um she's she's a great they're all great characters like she's in some ways you like kind of start out feeling like oh is she the normal one and then you're like oh yeah absolutely like, not absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not and like Roman is despicable and I think you hate I think he's just like feels super deplorable in the beginning at least to me like he's yeah. the dark he's the darkest one I think but then 
he's the funniest one. Yeah. And all of the stuff with Jerry is like oh. beyond. It's beyond. It's beyond. That was the only thing that was bad about the trailer is that Jerry wasn't in it. I know. Where was Jerry? <laughs> and then, but then I saw on Twitter, like the uh, like someone it, it got like retweeted into my feed, like the succession account, like was replying to someone who said like, where's Jerry? And they just wrote, she's busy. Period. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was I mean, like, she okay. is. She is busy. Like she's got a lot. She's got a lot going on. Um, but yeah, it's it's so exciting that it's coming back. And I really do feel like they were. It was one of the things. Even in like, obviously, there were more important things going on in the pandemic, and that goes without saying. But like, when you realize, when I realized that Succession had to shut down and that they had not yet finished filming season oh my three. God. I, that was a dark day for me. And again, I'm saying this separate from the actual real dark things that were happening and no, sad I things. Know. But in, in terms of that. pop culture, it was that was a tough. I was like, wait, they don't have that in the can. It's not they didn't. It's not oh, done. I know. I, but that started <laughs> happening to me with all the shows that I maybe either got into during the pandemic or were, were like loving because that was like all we had for those first yeah. few months for sure. So I also discovered. um what show did I watch? I binged it in one night. Never have I ever. The Mindy Kaling show. Have you oh, I loved it. Yet? Yeah, loved so good. It. But it, that was like deep in the dark beginnings yeah. when I watched yeah. it. Or it was a couple months in. And I was like, oh my God, are they going to even make another season of this? When will it come out? In three years? Like, yeah. you know, you start. You it do, felt, it yeah. Like, it was like a weird small part of the dark hole to be like, well, the only thing that we kind of can escape with is all of this TV and stuff. But like. And I was like, are now, we going to run out go through this? When, are we going to run out? Like, what's going to happen? I just kept saying to people, I was like, I don't know. And people kept asking me and I'm like, I mean, I do know stuff, but I don't know like the production schedule of like everything <laughs> Netflix hasn't even announced yet. You know, like things we don't oh even God. know they're doing, you know? So I kept saying like, Netflix will have a lot. Or I was like, you know, they can just buy a lot of British shows that they haven't brought over here yet yes. or something. I was like, you know, there's still a lot over there that we haven't mined yet that we don't even That's know true. about. That's true. But that was, I mean, that's what it felt like. I was like, are we going to get to the end of shows? Like, oh I already God. watched too many shows. So I was like, I've already watched so many things that other people were finally spending time watching. I was like, I already watched that show. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> but then it, it ended up we were okay. And then now things are, you know, and people, I mean, amazing that people were able to shoot things like once it got okay and like oh my god, god bless yeah. god bless the crews and all the people who made that uh, my, happen my sister did filming in the pandemic and it is so much extra work and stress yeah. you get tested every day sometimes twice a day like just out wait of why am i blanking on the name of the show that your sister did the um that i loved the YA show on Netflix that she did. Didn't she do like costuming for? Oh yeah. It's called Dash and Lily. Um, that's what she got her Emmy nomination <gasps> for. Hello. Ah! Thank you very Hello! much. That's so exciting. Um, so she did Dash and Lily and she shot, but she shot that before the pandemic, but she did Betty, the season of Betty that's on HBO right now. She's the costume designer. Yeah. I mean, they have pandemics part of the show, like the actors wear masks on the show and uh -huh. they just kind of kept it in, which I think is so smart because it at least helps. Um, but yeah, she was filming that at a point when I don't think most people weren't comfortable seeing like a lot of other people in their lives, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, it's really hardcore what everyone did. And and it's like, you know, I know that people 
you know, think about, oh, the actors and the director. But it's like this whole giant crew and the costume designer and their oh, yeah. staff and their team and the hair and makeup team and the, yep. you know, production team. You know, there's so many people, not al- let alone like the lighting and cameras and, and everything. So like, God bless all of you who went out there so we could have shit to watch. Thank you. <laughs> For sure. Um, okay, so we have Succession, and I know this is another show that we both love that I don't know if a ton of people in uh, our our lives watch, and that's, and it's a it's a lesser uh, talked about on the Bravo in the Bravo verse, but it's Family Karma, and I love it so much. I love it too, and literally no one else watches it. I have so much to say about it. Are you watching season two is my question. I am. I am. Okay. I am. So let's set the scene. Family. Car- okay. tell, pe- tell people what Family Karma is about. So Family Karma is it focuses on a group of friends and let's say like family because they've known each other their whole lives. This sort of enclave of an Indian community in near Miami in Florida. Yeah. And they are sort of a lot of the setup that they tell you in each episode, or at least in the first season they did, but they would sort of set up a lot is that a lot of these people kind of founded this Indian community together. And like when they, they came to the States, maybe newly married or just about to have kids. And they sort of started this community there and all of their kids, they're all like different ages, which is what I kind of, it's like some are in their twenties, some are in their thirties. There's Bali who's like our contemporary. Yeah. (laughs) And um, she's in her forties and all of them basically are like, we all grew up together. Our parents are all like best friends. The moms all go out drinking together and like we're all kind of friends. And they have all these different relationships because some maybe want to date each other. Some have been best friends since they were little kids. Like it's kind of, I don't know, I love it because it, it it really is like this interesting combination. But to me, what was so charming about the first season is what's charming about the first season of any reality show because they haven't seen it yet. No one is upset with yeah. the way their hair is. Nobody does the 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 season two glow up, which I find so depressing. Like yeah. the first season is so charming and so fun. I love any shows. Also, why I loved Shaws of Sunset, which I still watch. But I love any kind of like like a cultural group of people that it's not that are like in this reality show, and it's sort of this like we are. American like you know we live in the states we're like in Miami or we're in LA but we also have these like deep cultural roots and our parent like we're fresh first generation American and sort of like seeing that combination I love it I love that very much Um, I love it too and also like you said like these people are actually friends they have actually known each other their whole lives it is not like a contrived reality show cast which Again, yep. I watch a lot of those du- things too, but this is like, no, these, these families, these people have literally known each other their entire lives yeah, like and you can they tell. show photos all the time of like, you know, one of them at seven years old and the other one's 14. It's like, well, I used to babysit him and now we like hang out as friends or whatever. Like yeah. they all like legit have deep roots. There's a couple people they, they weave in, but you can tell that like the, the core of it they really yes. like their parents have known each other for 20 years or more or something and so that's kind of so interesting to me yeah and there's like multi-generational drama too yeah. like some of the families get along really well or these people get along less well or the you know this engaged couple who 
is going through some troubles, oh, but Lord. also the moms hate each other, kind of. Well, and that, like, the girl's mom is a nightmare. Like, that she is seems, very... Does she, she like anyone? Is, Lopa Auntie is very mean. <laughs> <laughs> She's so mean. Like, she legit just said he was, a like, a fucking idiot, and they caught it on camera, and they've played it a million times, and I always think about that, that I'm like, I know that it's like, oh, you know, the producers make them say things, they do things, whatever, but they caught this from across the room with, like, a zoom lens and it was in the first season and I don't know if she fully realized yeah I don't I think that was real and that always brings me down that I'm like how does everyone feel after they see that like there's no misconstruing it it wasn't like she was like oh she kind of rolled her eyes but she she was like he's a fucking dummy basically yeah what she said (laughs) and you're like that's so I don't know I don't know but that's what I love about the first season of shows like that because that was the drama but yes. then you move to the second season and I still love it. But like now everyone's, you know, they've got their hair extensions. There's a little bit more like filler. Some of the homes are different, which I'm like, OK, yeah, it's me. Like maybe they moved, but also like maybe they were like, we're just going to move into this house for filming because it's for production. Yeah. Like you just sort of start noticing the stuff that you're like, it's not a big deal, but it kind of takes some of the charm away. But yeah. And they start like manufacturing parties for them all to go to you know they're like oh we're gonna do this thing it's this person's and you're kind of like okay they had to find a reason to bring them together to fight I get it yeah but I still love it but the first season to me is like the perfect like charming it's so charming it's It's so so charming the whole arc this season um about like Omri like coming out to his grandmother so i like cried that was very moving it was was very very moving it was one of the most moving things that's ever been on bravo as far as i'm concerned it was 100 percent. it was amazing it was amazing because it wasn't like exact i mean it turned out okay but she was like I don't like this. Like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't in this way where it's like, oh, that's okay. Like we accept it. And then in in an earlier conversation when they were talking about it and they're like, there isn't even a word for gay in the, 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 the language that Nani, his grandmother speaks. Like they had to explain it. Like they have to say it in English. Like it doesn't exist. Like, I don't know. That kind of stuff to me is like, this is so emotional and like, and it felt so real exactly because it wasn't like, just to like release the information, you know, like tell her and then it's all good and fine. You know, it felt like, and again, I I say this as a straight white woman who has not had to go through that experience, but I felt very like emotionally attached to it and I wanted it to be okay for him so much. And you could see how hard it was for him and how much it meant to him. And also, you know, for his parents who he had been out to and had had their own journey that they talk about quite honestly, about how they had to come to their own place of peace about it and 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 are now. But then they were like, okay, now we have to tell the grandmother. And he was like, I can't because he's wanting to get married and he has a serious relationship. And he's like, this is not just my friend. And yeah. and it was just and the way the, uh, the obvious love and affection, but also that she was like, wait, what? wait what and again someone who does not is English is not her first language and there is not a word for the you know it was just I don't know I was very emotional about it me too it was really moving and it was like I'm also like I I love I feel like all the dads are so um 
like nurturing and supportive. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? There, There isn't like it's a very interesting group of people and parents. Like so are the mothers. But it is the moms are almost a little bit tougher. And like there was that one scene where the parents were in the car and the mom was like, I'm still like having a hard time with this. And the dad's like, I mean, I mean, he wasn't condescending. He was just great. He was like, okay, have a hard time. Let it pass. Like, it's great. It's he's happy. We're all happy. Like everything's okay. I don't know. I just, am really, I really enjoy the dynamics. I'm like, I'm into it. Yeah. Um, I'm into it. And like, mo- for the most part, I'm like, I mostly like these people and I want to hang yeah. out with them for the hour that I'm watching them on my TV. And yeah, yeah, I just feel like I don't have a lot of people to talk about it with. So I'm like, very same, happy same. I tried to but get I my would recommend to watch it. it, and he's like, no, I recommend it to everyone. Like, if you like, I mean, I don't know, if you just like reality shows that are about like family and and sort of groups, but it isn't just extremely gross, like. Brand. Yeah, it's like, like I'm a brand, you're a brand, we're all brands, and we're just here to right. scream at each other. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, like, do you still do Housewives? I have never been. A have you never person. been? That's okay. No. You've never been. Okay. And I, I just, I don't know why. I just, it's like never clicked with me. And sometimes I'm like, maybe I should just go. Fair. But I do like dip in now to watch a little bit because Kathy Hilton is so, like, I don't well, watch it, but I'll watch clips yeah. because I cannot yeah. believe Kathy Hilton is a real person. That is a real person in the planet. In the on this world. Planet. <laughs> yeah. Like someone, a friend of mine was like, she does not exist in our plane of consciousness like she is <laughs> no. in a different like it is just a different plane and I was like I think that that is right because I I don't know I almost can't believe that she's really like this but almost but it's so insane that it can't it can't be fake I think like it's so right? so Kathy Hilton has joined the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills I mean, this season oh yeah mm-hmm. and and Kathy Hilton mother of Paris and and Nikki uh of the Hilton Hotel Dynasty. Her sister Kyle Richards has been on the show for since the beginning. And she you guys just go on the if you have not if you don't watch Housewives like to Elizabeth's point like you do want to see Kathy Hilton clips. Like in you in the to. first she first of all she loves a message tea. Like who knew? She's <laughs> off to wearing like a message tea. This woman is has so much money. She I mean to the point where last week, I think it was last week well, it won't be last week when when this airs, but like she was like, yeah, you guys can uh, come play tennis. I I won't be there, and so they like come play tennis. She saunters down at like ten forty five, and it's like I've been in bed the whole time while they were like filming people playing on her tennis courts and like nibbled I... on a croissant. <laughs> and then and then she she doesn't she refuses to wear glasses or contacts, but has very very bad eyesight to the point that she mistook Garcelle Beauvais, a like statuesque like five foot ten black woman for her like sister Kyle who is like all of five two and not (laughs) a white woman and she was like I thought you were Kyle I thought you were Kyle and it's just (laughs) and then she like gets into bed (laughs) drinking Red Bull with like seven newspapers and eating chips at like 1 a.m. and her sister's like Kathy why are you drinking Red Bull? She's like, I thought it was soda. And (laughs) like how it just, I guess you can only be a rich person to be this stupid or weird and exist in the world. Like it's just, I can't like, I I don't, she, she didn't know how to plug in a fan. No, I can't understand. And then, and then you saw the hunky dory clip, right? The hunky dory (laughs) clip is living rent free in my head currently. And all I think about is I'm like, 
Actually, someone else pointed out to me on Instagram that messaged me um, is like, that is like a phrase of her generation. It's not like yeah. she's Gen Z and she's like, what's hunky dory? She's like in her 50s, right? Like, you know what hunky dory is, maybe. Yeah, 60s. like so much. So, so, Wait, 60s. What am I talking yeah, about? 60s. Paris Hilton's like my age. I mean, yeah. This like, Kathy is not like I don't even know, dude. I can't. Yeah, so like so, I, I, I'm not watching it yet, but I'm definitely keeping tabs on Kathy because I just can't believe she's real. I am like I want to reach out to Tina Chen. Like I need to reach out to Tina Chen. You know Tina. Oh yeah, like, yeah, of course. Bag snob. She's like BFF with her. And oh yeah, they were just in. Before. They were just in Europe together. Yeah, and she did post in her stories, like, she's like, well, like, Nikki and I have been, we talk about how Kathy's a runner. Like, we look we look away for a second, she's gone, and then we just find her on a random side street, like, shopping to her heart's content, no idea where she is. And we're like, and I'm like, maybe this is real. Like, I don't know. I mean, I it's know. wild. It's just like I when she, when she first came on, I was excited for her to come on because it's like where and then it's like where why hasn't she done this years before? And then it was like, <laughs> oh my god, is this even because real? she didn't even know what television was? I mean, I don't know. But. <laughs> well, she was like, tell people where to find it, and Kyle's like, Kathy, it's on Bravo. <laughs> And you can also, it's actually made Kyle a much more fun character this season too, because you can see, it's like to that point of like the real dynamic between people, like these are sisters. So like yeah. their dynamic is they don't have to fake it. And even when Kyle, who's like a reality show veteran and knows how to like produce from within the show, like she knows what to yes. do, like to, to yes. stir something up or whatever. And she's pretty good at it. But with, with Kathy, you it's it feels so much more authentic because you're just like oh that's your sister that's just how you talk to her and also if your sister is a person who like doesn't know how to plug in a fan that's something you've been dealing with for a while so you can like see the exasperate or like the okay Kathy like all right you know like in Kyle I cannot I just cannot who is hunky dory who is hunky dory and you're like no this is what is this person a real person? I can't. I'm like, has she just been so rich for so long? Yes, that Answer, she yes. is just elevated, like you said, like on, onto a different plane of existence. But like, she doesn't seem to. And, and again, I could eat my words on this because so far this season, she has not. She's not like a rich person who appears to treat other people horribly. She is just like not of this earth. Like, yeah. It's it's wild. It's so great though. It's really it's really lightened up uh, Bev Hills. Like it's it's made it a little more fun to watch. I mean, in general, that's what like might get me is like I think for me, it's just it's not it doesn't have the charm and it doesn't have that enjoyment. Like to me, I'm like it is so. When I try to dip into them, sometimes I'm like these are so at the over. Of, it's exactly what you said about Kyle. I'm like, everyone on here has done these shows for so long. They know exactly how they want to look, how they want to set up a scene, how it's going to go. Like, and it doesn't, it, it just kind of makes me feel like bummed out. But I've yeah, been into I get it that. because I'm like, okay, someone is, there's a blip. Like somebody is different. There's a different, there's a different <laughs> yeah. beat happening here. And yeah. I still can't believe it. I still can't believe it. But, um, People have talked about it too much that I can't not like I'm definitely looking up clips and I'm like, maybe this is my season because I think I just need to take in all the Kathy Hilton. Yeah. Do you. So wait, there's another show you were telling me about that I have not watched, but it sounds real up my alley. 
Valley. What was it? Next great British oh, jewelry the designer. Ne- the next, yeah, maybe the the words might be in a different order. I can't. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Yes, next. So basically, in the in the style of our the baking show that we everyone loves and pottery. Hopefully, you've watched Great British Pottery Throwdown. Which oh, is I incredible. haven't watched the pottery. I've watched the oh baking, but not the pottery. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's on HBO Max. Um, it's four okay. seasons, and it's a pottery competition show. It's fucking oh, delightful. Again, so charming. That sounds so soothing. Like all those British, so you know, so like, soothing, so soothing, so soothing. I'm. I love the host. I mean, there's one. There's one guy that's been the host all four seasons, and then like his co-host has sort of changed a bit, and the like. Or the two judges, let's say, like has changed, and then the, there's like a always like a female host that's the person. That's kind of like talking to them and stuff, you know, like that, that right. person that's the one in right. the room with them. That kind of keeps changing. But like the, like main the Tim Gunn. Yeah, the Tim Gunn person kind of shifts around. But the main guy, this guy, Keith, who's like a, you know, a master potter in England. And he's oh. this like big hulking kind of guy. And when he thinks someone's work is so beautiful, he starts crying. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It is so charming and delightful. Like someone will be like, they'll be like, here's my, they'll be like, I brought, here's my teapot, you know? And he'll be like, this, he'll be like, mate, this is beautiful, mate. And he just starts crying. Oh, my God. It's like legit. And they all kind of giggle about it because it's just so funny. And he's like, I can't help myself. I'm just so proud of you. Like, I'm telling you, first of all, you have to watch that. So that's the aside. Pottery Throwdown is must. Okay. When I talked about this on Instagram, people were telling me that I have to find a way to watch The Sewing Bee, which I have not figured out yet, but I will. But you just need like a VPN? (laughs) I got to do like a VPN situation (laughs) or Reddit thing. I don't know. But um, on Netflix right now they have a jewelry version and so it's like the same dynamic there's like first of all they have an American host which I find very strange and I they never do that I don't think like right. the hosts are usually they're all British people um and she's actually pretty well funny. they've got so many presenters over there like that's I know they like I, breed I a tv do... presenter like more than America does that's the thing I was like I'm confused by this and she's actually like pretty funny and kind of like raunchy funny and she looks a little bit like second Becky, like she's blonde. Like, I don't know. Like, I was trying to describe her brother. I was like, she's kind of like second Becky. Like, so, like, he thought of someone else that she looked like too. And I couldn't remember who it was. But so she's like, it's like this American host. And then the two star judges. Um, it's a it's a British man whose name I'm not remembering. But the woman is um, that a a, a a jewelry designer whose name you would recognize from credits over the years of like uh-huh. in like bizarre magazine like Solange Azadri Partridge or something like that. Uh huh. If you saw it, you'd be like, oh right. Yeah. So you know, it's like any other competition show where they're like, you need to design a bangle. Like this is <laughs> like their first. Like the way there's a quick fire, their like first thing is like. A um a bestseller like they have to design something okay. that's a bestseller and it's like design a bangle that would be a bestseller so then they design bangles in like three hours and then they judge them and then they do like a bespoke piece so then there's always like a person and it's like well here's this woman and here's what she's about she her husband is looking for a really special necklace for her to wear to be night you know she's getting her MBE from the Queen or whatever that's called oh, and so yeah. it's like then they design these like very specific pieces and then there's sort of like two ways to win like which one gets chosen and then the judges are like you're the winner it's oh, I delightful can't wait. i feel like i want to watch this tonight 
it's such a specific craft and you're yeah. like okay these people are like sitting at these like little desks with like a tiny saw like cutting things out of silver and like setting stones and it's um it's really cool and it's definitely I didn't I couldn't figure out like when they were filming it but there's like maybe two or three episodes and then when they come back like you realized they must have started right at the beginning of the pandemic and then they took like a month's long pause for however long to finish it and like people have different hairstyles and they all look a little bit different but it's like crazy again very charming I there this is so random but like that just when you were talking about like the little saws I was like wait I took a it was maybe like one quarter or something like a or one semester, I guess it was elective in high school. That was a jewelry making class at my high school oh my God. and like my big public high school in Indianapolis. Yeah. And um, it yeah, I was not good at it. I am not good at things <laughs> like that. Like I know I can like look at things and be like, that's good or put things together. But like I can't make stuff. Um, but it was really fun. And we got to do like metal work and like. I mean, that's what this is about. You're going to relate to it. You're going to be like, oh, "Oh, I know that tool. I know that. And I and I like it, too, because I don't know anything about jewelry making. Like, not like I know, you know, it's not like I know a ton about baking, but it's like, you know, some and like I've done ceramics. So I'm like, oh, I kind of get it. And this is so artistic. Oh, thanks. (laughs) I am like the jewelry show is really it's really fun and cute. And I do like it because I think Solange is like she's not fucking around and I yeah so you need that that. yeah like I don't want someone I don't need people to be mean I'm not here to like tear someone down but I also like honesty that's like this is not a bangle like you know they're just like this you didn't read the brief and this is not what we asked for Um, well and someone who knows what they're talking about right like you don't have to be an asshole but you also don't have to like coddle everyone like we're not of the like everyone gets a participation trophy generation so like again don't have to be a dick but like to be like but it's like real constructive criticism they're like this isn't a cocktail ring like we said cocktail ring and this is a signet ring and I'm like oh my god I love this (laughs) (laughs) that's like like, I always I feel like I say this all the time but like that's the kind of specificity I like in anything whether it's like in a critique in a joke in a you know like when you just it's so specific and you're just like okay and you're also right you're also correct like it's that's the other thing when it's the person doing that knows what they're talking about and they're not just like some Miranda it's not yeah. just like, oh, this is cute. Like, she's like, this is a signet ring. It is not a cocktail ring. And you're like, yes. <laughs> I'm she's excited. right. I like it. It's very I'm cute. I'm so excited. I feel like this is like a pop a gummy in the evening and watch my jewelry yeah. show kind One, of situation. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Um, so have you been reading lately? Or are you excited about any books lately? Like... Um, the number one exciting thing for me, book-wise, is at the end of August, the new Louise Penny book is coming out. And yeah. um, if anyone follows me on Instagram, they know that I am a huge Louise Penny fan. Yeah, like, talk to me about your fa- I mean, I know, but, like, tell tell the okay. people who might not know, so, because I love this so much, because this is also one of the reasons that I think we click or what I like you when you're into something, you're so into it. And that's how I am. I mean, that's what the show is, but so like into it. Yeah. I'm okay. So, so talk to it. Tell me, like, tell me I, more about it. Okay. So Louise Penny is a Canadian, a delightful Canadian woman <laughs> who has a series of books out. I think the one coming out in August is the 19th in the series. It's either 18 or 19. 
Um, they don't have like a technical name, but you call them like the Inspector Gamache series. Uh -huh. So they are all based around this man, Armand Gamache. Am I, maybe I'm, am I saying it right? Gamache, Gamache. I, my French is terrible. It takes place in Canada, in mostly in French Canada and Quebec. Um, and he is the head of the police there. Uh -huh. And so it's all mur murder mysteries, basically, is what it boils down to. And I, the way I like always tell people is I'm like, it's a very cozy murder mystery. Okay. Like, if you want to be cozy, but you need a little bit of intrigue, these are the books for you. And they mostly, like, they kind of diverge. Sometimes there's different settings. But for the most part, they take place in this little place called Three Pines in Canada. It's like this tiny village full of eccentric people. And they're always like, there's like an inn owned by a gay couple and everyone's always there like having a hot ham sandwich like on a croissant <laughs> by yeah. a fire, by a crackling fire, drinking something delicious and like talking about who murdered X person. And like, they're not like, they're not fluffy. Like some of them get a little bit dark, like, and the, the stories all thread together, but not, um, not in the way that you're like, there's a cliffhanger at the end of this book and like we have to read the second book to find out. So they're all connected and they all take place in the same universe, but they're all kind of like loose sometimes in the way things happen. But okay. it's so like they're so comforting, but so Is it fun like a Cabot Cove Jessica Fletcher murder she wrote, but like sort updated? of updated? Okay. Maybe like in a way. Cause they're and they're, you know. I give them like my I have a copy of the first book that I've given to at least six people like uh -huh. I push this on. Everybody. Oh, I love it. Yeah, this is also I literally yours. push it. On I need everybody. to I need to do it. I will do it. Now. I, I will read just do it. Them. The first one's called Still Life. I push it on everyone. It's like you will read it and then you'll be like, I need the next one. I need the next one. Like you'll read if you're into them. I just recommend. Well, and I love mysteries Kaylin. and I love murder and I love. Yes. like cozy. She read I love, them like, all in a year. Like places that have a or books that have a really great sense of place. I really usually enjoy very much, yes. you know, and setting and like, so I don't, everything about it seems like I should be on this train and on this it's journey with so you. It's so delightful. Please get on the journey with me. It's so delightful. You can tell that she just like loves food. She loves to talk uh -huh. about food. They're always talking about who's, what they're cooking, what they're eating. Everyone is so, and like, it's, you know, like. I don't know. It's just, it's the best vibe. It makes me so happy. Oh, and I, I was I so it. deeply sad when I like caught up, you know, like, Oh yeah. She, that's, I mean, oh, and I but hate she that puts feeling. Out a, it's a terrible feeling, but she puts out a book a year. So at least there's kind of like something to look forward to, but it is the most delicious. I think when you just start, like if you started today, Abby, you have like 18 books ahead of you. It's really oh. delightful. Um, and the newest one comes out in August. She has another book coming out in the fall with her BFF, yeah, Hillary Rodham Clinton. <laughs> her BFF. Like when I, so I. Literal BFF. Like this is her best friend. Like I am obsessed <laughs> with coming up with like fanfic about them. Like I am. Oh, yeah. First of all, in her newsletter the other day, or she put it on her Facebook. Obviously, I subscribe to both of these things. It's a picture of her and Hillary in these like ridiculous, giant brimmed pink hats. And she's like, Bill bought us these hats. Like, look, I found this funny picture. And I'm like, I cannot. So she and Hills have a political thriller coming out in the fall that they wrote together. And I was like messaging with a friend the other day. And I'm like, do you? I'm like, I'm obsessed with thinking about these two on Zoom 
like working on a book together, right. like writing together. And I was like, I feel like it has a tiny whiff of like First Wives Club, like Hillary's on the Stairmaster or something, the way Goldie Hawn was. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I get all my best ideas. <laughs> like I'm picturing Hillary, like she's like, I get my best ideas when I'm in motion. But like they're both drinking white wine and they love to like clink glasses through the screen. Like this is what I picture. Oh, I could buy this 100%. Well, you know, I, when, when Hillary started talking about her because obviously I'm a Hillary stan um I was like oh I know who this person is from Elizabeth like I was like I mean, oh, like, Penny. <laughs> they are best friends I can't take it I'm like I, I just I'm like I love the two of them I just I feel like I see them both peering over their glasses at each other on the screen and they're like that's good <laughs> that's really good like just Really she's like hills vibing. hills oh yes and like, she's like oh my god that's good keep talking I'm writing it down I'm writing it all down like I just <laughs> picture the two of them but I really like thinking about Hillary on like the Stairmaster like oh, I just love that like, this is this is it this is how I get all of my good ideas like, that's well my- that's so perfect and I also love so my best friend Allison and I absolutely in other scenarios like create our own like fake you know like don't write it down but like dialogue text dm whatever like conversations that we've made up between people we don't know and scenarios that are basically fan fiction but I think you've nailed like I feel like this is their vibe like I do think I now I'm just picturing Goldie Hawn on that Stairmaster and now I'm here now I'm picturing Hillary and I think you're right when you said when you said I get all my best ideas while I'm in motion I don't think anything has ever been more true about a woman I've never met that is like I feel like that is Hillary and that was her right yes I feel like Louise is more like I'm gonna sit here in my cozy chair wrapped in my cashmere in like a blanket like a throw or something beautiful cashmere throw with a glass of white wine and they just like vibe and they have this book coming out which is going to be my other thing that I'm so excited about like I like protect Louise Penny at all costs is all I'm saying like I love her I love her books I love her vibe it's I'm going to order. Best. I'm in a real reading moment right now, too. So I got to oh, keep the momentum going. Um, I'm about to start. Um, everyone knows your mother's a witch. Um, oh, I, oh, I think I saw someone post that. Yeah, I haven't cracked it open yet, but it's like next to my bed. I'm going to start it tonight. But um, it's like it takes place like in the 1600s, but it's supposed to be like super. I mean, listen, you don't like just put actual witches in something and I'm like great are people being accused of witches but it's supposed know, to be really same. great and then um I just finished the view was exhausting which um is amazing and so fun to read oh. and it's about like a, a Hollywood movie star and her like fake PR relationship and oh. and like why she does it and then like is it more than that like is there something there and um, but it gets into like the strategizing behind such things. Um, wow, that's and, cool. And that and it's really fun. Like it's it's like, but also you get like very invested in like these people's feelings. And then I'm gonna read. Well, I'm gonna read Brian Moylan's um, Housewives book. That's also on my list because it's oh, like love that for you. Yes. Yeah, and he's so funny, and it's like heavily researched, and like he got a lot of people to talk. Um, that's so. Fun. 
yeah, that's fun. But um, but I'm gonna order some Louise Penny. That's what I'm gonna do because I'm it. spending Please some time at a lake house with my family over the next few weeks. So oh, there's lots perfect. of like reading by the like in a chair by the lake in the morning. You know, Abby, like this is perfect. It's with perfect. a with a cup of tea and like when you still need a sweatshirt because it hasn't burned off yet. You know, <sighs> like into the heat. Like I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna get off the phone when we're done and I'm gonna order some and I'm gonna order yeah, like three because I think yes. like that's and where I to think start. like they even come in like a box set. Like oh yeah, see I love. Box. I love. I got a first three, and I was like, "Oh, box set!" And then you just rip through them. The only my only criticism is that they don't like number them. This is so dumb. But the spines are not numbered, and the books are not numbered, and so, but they are in an order. And if you Google okay. it, people are like, "You don't have to read them in order." I'm like, "You absolutely have to read them in order." So you will. I'm an in order person. Up. I'm in like I'll have to go to the Wikipedia and, and figure out what the order is. And you'll then. basically constantly be googling. G- Inspector Gamash books in order, which is what I have to do or what I had to do because I was like, can't these just be like, can't we just get on the spine here a little number? Like, just yeah. And as easy. someone who designs book covers, like, yeah, you, you this is this is like an area that you know and and design many a magazine cover as well. I gotta respect Louise. If she doesn't want it this way, I will accept it. Even and though, then I'm I mean, gonna put a I'm gonna put a pre order in for the Hills and and Louise book. Oh my God, yes. Ugh, I just can't wait for it. I can't wait. I can't wait. Now I'm excited about the press tour around it. Right? And I was just going to say that I'm like sad that I don't think there's going to be like any in-person press for for her book in August. I saw she's doing like a virtual Q&A with Dory Greenspan, who I also adore. Yes. Um, And they've become very good friends. Um, And I only know this because I've seen like Dory post about it. And I know Dory, I met her years ago at Bon Appetit. We did a story on her and we just sort of stayed friendly, you know, online and stuff. And she's so wonderful. And I'll just message her sometimes and be like, I can't like in one of I think in the last book in in the thank you is like a whole thing about Dory. And I'm like, Dory, I just gasped (laughs) to see your name in the new. And she just posted. Do you always read the acknowledgments? Because I always read the acknowledgments. Always read. Always. And I often cry. Even when I, know, I don't know I anyone get, involved, I cry. It is. I'm with you. I think it's really emotional. And I feel like you have to read the acknowledgments. It's like reading the credits. It's like you yes. need to like, I think it's nice to get the whole picture of how this book came to be or this story or whatever it is. And I then I love the acknowledgments. I love the acknowledgments in every book I've ever read. I love them so much. And then, of course, when it's like we, we happen to have friends who uh, write books. And so it's always very nice to read your friend, you know, when you actually know the person, but I don't need to know the person. I'm just like, I want to know how you did this. And I will usually cry. And it's, I just feels like it, it's like a nice putting a bow on like this thing, especially when I love the book and then being like, okay, look at all this. Cause you know how, how much hard work goes into writing a book and it's writing is a very lonely thing. And then you realize that there's all these people around, you know, that's, that's very cool. Fully agree. Well, thank you for taking all this time to just indulge me and talk about all these things. And I now have new things. This is my favorite thing too, to have new things to oh add my God. to my I list. Mean, first, thank you so much for inviting me, like giving me free reign to talk about Inspector Gamache, <laughs> family <laughs> karma and succession <laughs> is like my dream come true. Literally it's- my dream come true. It's like the Venn diagram of like where those things come together is like one place and it's like yeah. it's here and that's and it's the right best. Here. And it's, it's right, right here. <laughs> and like a British jewelry designing show and Louise Penny. Like it's like great. My little, dreams. It's it's amazing. But also tell people where they can find you on the Instagram to keep up um, with such things. 
You can find me mainly just on Instagram at white underscore lightning. Most people spell that word wrong. Lightning yes. is L-I-G-H-T-N-I-N-G. There's no E in it. There is that not. Is, That's that is hair. lightning your hair. Yes. Lightning like that comes out of the sky is what mine is. That's that's pretty much the best place to find me. I'm like, I my TikTok doesn't have anything on it. It's just there for me to watch. That's only like, for, I only watch things on TikTok. That's just I've to watch I've never things. posted anything. I spend a lot yeah. of time there. I also that's what I also love about you, too. Like you're you're in you're in on all the platforms, like even if you're not, po- you know, it's like, you know, what's up there. I know, you I know, mean, I'm try- I try. I try to dip in at least. I try. Yeah, I'm like, I try to get it <laughs> at least a little bit. Yeah, Enough I think to know, you like, get it. I'm like, wow, I don't think I could ever post anything. But goddamn, I just no. love everything on this platform. And we're like aware of what the kids are saying, you know, like that's my thing. It's like I'm not going to I don't need to be like exactly like them like I don't need to be like hello fellow kids all the time but I'm like (laughs) I like to understand what's happening and then like we can you you know I think we both also are like online so we like understand like the way the internet talks and like I don't sound like I'm like you know like again I'm sure there are young people who are like please stop trying so hard but I'm like you know what it's fine but I I don't know how to do post I mean I know how to post it but I don't know how to make a good TikTok like I don't know how to make something that's interesting I'm gonna tell you here's a very embarrassing thing that I'm gonna admit on a podcast before we hang up with each other is when TikTok was like first sort of a thing everyone was looking at I feel like let's say 2019 yeah it was pre it was pre panini pre panini time I was um out hanging out and talking to my friend Lindsay, who is like a person in the know and has her own podcast and is like definitely knows what's up. And I literally was like, can I ask you a question about TikTok? And she was like, <laughs> sure. I was like, how, these people, is this an app that teaches you how to do these dances or everyone just like memorizes these dances? <laughs> yeah. And she was like, they memorize them. And I was like, I do not understand. When? How? Uh, and, she, and I was like, I just saw one of like a whole staff like at a fucking random company did these dances and she's like yeah they like took the time and all memorized it and then record themselves and I was like this I don't understand this like that was like my first I was like you're telling me that these people just memorize a dance and record themselves like that was my first blush of TikTok where I was like I don't you're this like I'm, I'm aging out. I'm aging out. I was of like, something wow. here. I feel. I was like, I am old, and maybe I'm okay with it because I don't understand that. But like, yeah, you know, I don't. I don't want to do I'm that. Like, but I, I want to spend <laughs> hours on there watching like all my different clips and things. Ugh. Um. Well, yeah. Thank so you many. so much for coming on. Thank you. You're the best. Um, and everyone follow Elizabeth cause you'll be able to keep up with all, all her things. And, and now I'm very excited. I'm going to, now we can, when I get my first Louise Penny under my belt, then we're going to have a whole new world. Oh my God. Please text me the second you oh, started or the first moment that you hit that you're like, yes, I love it so much. Oh, I, I, and cause I have no doubt that I will. Thank you again. We will be right back. Thank you so much to Elizabeth for being her always delightful self and giving us all some amazing new recommendations for shows and books. Just hooray for more content to ingest into my veins, along with hopefully more Benefer picks soon. Um, thank you all for listening. If you enjoy what's happening around these parts, 
please feel free to drop a review on Apple Podcasts or share the show with a friend or two. Subscribe to the newsletter at wehavenotes.substack.com. Follow me at Abby C. Gardner or at We Have Notes. DM me any old time with your own recs or ideas of stuff you want to hear about on the show. I love suggestions. Uh, until next week, stay safe out there. Get, please get vaccinated if if you're not. Um, if you are, maybe help someone understand why it's it's really fucking important and very, 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 very safe to do so. Um, I just want you all to be protected and healthy and I want us to to be able to do stuff out in the world. Like I you know, selfishly, I do want to go to the Harry Styles tour. I do want to go to football games this fall. Um, you know, that's you know, secondary to us all being safe, but uh I think I think we can do this, you guys. I know it. I know we can. So uh hang in there, stay safe, and I will talk to you soon. 